Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News, and you're listening to Bachelor Rush Hour. I hope everyone had a fantastic Christmas, if that's what you celebrate. I hope that you were able to find uh, some love and joy and unwrapped gifts, both of the physical, emotional, and spiritual realm. I know me, I was spent Christmas with my wife. It was our first Christmas together, and we spent it with her family, which is now mine, and they are so generous. We're in North Carolina. As you've probably known, if you've been listening and following along, we'll be traveling today out of the Airbnb to uh, stay somewhere else for two more nights, and then we'll be heading back midweek to sunny Los Angeles, California, and boy, we are so excited to get back to the moderate Southern California Mediterranean climate, because let me tell you something, we got down to, what, negative five degrees here in western North Carolina. We saw some black bears. It was a ton of fun. We had a ton of fun. Christmas was great. I got an Apple Watch, which, of course, we knew was coming uh, because I bought it. Uh, so shout out to our friend. Um, I won't say her name because I think it's a secret. But shout out to our friend who works at Apple as an engineer for helping us secure a friendly discount. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, one of my New Year's resolutions is to make sure I put my health first this year. Uh, the last two years, I put the business first. And, you know, um, that involves a lot of stagnant uh, sort of like uh, body positioning as I've spent a lot of time at the desk. Well, last year I bought a standing desk because I heard that sitting is the new smoking, right? So I got a standing desk, so I'm not sitting all day. At least I'm standing, and then I got a um, treadmill to go under the standing desk, which I use sparingly because it, you, you might know I've been talking about this. It's, it's hard to you know, uh, use Photoshop and, and perform and create and do all those things while walking. Although walking is good for passive creative activity. I've always, I've always been told and experienced that walking kind of like when you're in the shower or doing something repetitive that doesn't involve your smartphone, you can get out of your mind and let the creative flow hit. So more walking for me this year. But yeah, with the Apple Watch, I will be able to have it put right into my face that it, you know, days that I don't get the, you know, enough of, um, enough of a break, enough movement, enough, uh, you know, just taking care of my body. So that's going to be, uh, you know, part of, of, um, of, of regaining control of myself. Um, probably going to go keto at least in January, just really try to clean up what, well, you know, everyone's different, but what I've learned about myself is that I've got a true full blown sugar addiction. I can't eat sugar the way some people can, just like some people can't, um, have one drink one beer because they might spiral out of control and become like a shell of who they are and have you know whatever other issues they have i have that problem with sugar at least you know this morning i got up at um, 6 a.m uh to record all my pieces of content before the rest of the family woke up and there were muffins sitting out you know the perfect kind of muffins the prefabricated trader joe's four pack of muffins muffins are essentially cake and I looked at those muffins, and it was early in the morning, and I was thinking, you know what, I'll just have a muffin. And, and I didn't, but that sort of feeling like I can have a muffin at 6 a.m., I have to remind myself, Dave, you cannot have a muffin at 6 a.m. Your body isn't going to know what to do with the rest of the day. If uh, muffins are, like if, if muffins are stand-up set, they go last, because you can't have a muffin as your opener, because where are you going to go from there? So instead, I just had black, I had coffee with some cream. 
And anyway, this might be triggering to some people, but maybe it's triggering because we all have problems. And again, I'm not here to shame others, nor am I here to shame myself. A lot of what I search for with health isn't just for vanity purposes. It's how strong can we get our brain? Uh, How much brain fatigue can we limit and inflammation and all those other things that slow us down, make us lethargic, uh, keep our creative mind from truly soaring. Sometimes I feel like I'm only as creative as the two-minute high I get from whatever piece of chocolate or sugar that I had. So for me, really looking forward to uh, tapping uh, into the healthier side of what I can be. And part of that comes with better sleep, which of course I did not get last night, but hoping that with my Apple Watch, I'll be able to regulate my sleep a little bit better, maybe uh, use less devices before bed. Definitely, you know, (laughs) the big goal that I always share with people that we should all try, which which is what we don't succeed, most of us. Uh, at least millennials, I think, is getting the phone out of bed. I feel like in old, the older generation doesn't scroll the way my generation does, but it's not uncommon for someone to waste an hour of their day scrolling versus going to bed. Sometimes I just don't want to go to bed, so I'll lay in bed thinking I've done my part, but I'll have my phone on, and it's like, well, look, if the goal is to get sleep so you can be the best version of yourself, sliding through someone else's uh, you know, uh, Instagram highlight reel isn't going to get us there. So I know all these things practically, but you know, these are addictive items, sugar and and cell phones, probably the two most addictive things that I have here. Also, the cell phone in some parts is a working device. You know, I could be going through my social media looking for stories to make the next day, but you know, at some point I need to set boundaries and uh, take care of old number one or else I won't be good for you in the long term. So that's kind of my plan. It's like, all right, how can I treat myself like a like an old car and rather than just drive it into the ground let's keep the parts oiled and moving in a smooth way that's my goal for 2023 i'll be talking a lot about goals um, on this podcast you know we'll give you guys your fair share of uh, bachelor clips but if you haven't gotten the memo so far the podcast is going to be centered around me uh, as a solo episode as a solo podcast i'm going to be discussing um, my goals and um, and um, whatever motivation i can try to bring to you guys and treat it not just as a transactionary you get bachelor content but as like you've got a friend sitting next to you for your work commute home that's how I've always loved to podcast, treating it like a one-on-one conversation. I do appreciate that you guys have put me in your earlobes, that you've put me on your speaker phone, that you've put me on your um, mobile uh, car speakers, whatever. I appreciate that you've invested your day and time in hearing what I have to say. And in today's episode, we've got three clips for you. We're going to have Blake Moynes describing his tenure on Katie Thurston's season on the She's All Batch podcast. He does release some new information. And then right after that, we're going to have um, a new look at the promo for Zach's season of The Bachelor, which is only about a month away. And then the third video will be a Q&A from Jen Parisi discussing if she would give Aaron Clancy a second or third shot. So we hear what she has to say. I'm not going to play any intro or any sort of um, uh, you know uh, 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 binding clips between each of these. I'm just going to play one after another, and then we'll give you a quick wrap-up at the end. All right, folks. Well, without further ado, happy Monday after Christmas. Here's Bachelor Rush Hour. Why producers stalled on his entrance. He's going to get into that right now on the She's All Batch podcast. Let's have a listen. Plus, he's going to 
Disclose a little bit about what it was like passing the baton from Claire as Bachelorette to Tasha, and um, why he was in a very unique position as he had found feelings for both. Have a listen. Well, in Bachelor Nation, to have done two seasons. My biggest question is, how did that go about coming back? Like, do they approach you? Did you ask? Like, what was that situation? Um, so it was as soon as, so I was anticipating why I was planning to go to paradise. The paperwork was done. All that was already set up. Instead of Katie season. But yes. Then as soon as Katie was announced the bachelorette, that's when I called them because I wanted to go to meet her. So this is the first time I think we're learning of Blake actually saying he was going to be on bachelor in paradise. It would have been a great addition to bachelor in paradise. Of course, by getting on Katie's season, he almost upped his value to a point where he became too hot for Bachelor in Paradise. Of course, he was also engaged at that point, even though it was a quick turnaround, wasn't able to make it for last season. Then I'm sure, you know, having been exposed to Bachelor seasons in a row, then there's that cool off period. My guess is if he wants it, he'll be back this coming summer. So she was oh. in, when I made the switch, I called to pursue her. Wow. I didn't know that. That's interesting. So they were like jackpot. We love a no, mid-season no, entrance. Yeah, uh, surprisingly, um, it took a lot of actual back and forth because I the, the season prior, um, you saw what happened. I think with Heather and how it was kind of yeah. a disaster, and that didn't. And mm-hmm. were very, they were looking out for her and her best interest. They were very. Um, Okay, so Blake says that the producers were looking out for Heather Martin and her best interest. We know Heather Martin showed up in a white van. It's, it seemed so funny that it was almost set up, and it wasn't. It's like that's what the rental car place gave her. You know, Some days they give you a sports car. Sometimes they give you a white van. C'est la vie. Uh, but um, but uh, she, they, he said they were protecting her, but what we watched was this the most cringeworthy sort of arrival. The girls talking trash about her. Of course, they included that all in the edit. So... Um, you know, it's the first time that I've actually thought of Heather Martin arriving and then compared it to Blake arriving. Uh, it seemed more organic the way Blake came. You know, it seemed like he had more of a shot at love, obviously, as we saw how that turned out he did. I would say concerned, but they wanted to make sure that I was going on there for truly, you know, to meet her and be serious about that, to be serious about meeting her. And it wasn't just about, you know, being a stunt. Um, and so... We had a lot of back and forth, and I really talked to them as to why um, I thought we would be a great fit and why we hit it off and what I really liked about her. And um, finally, it, it, it ended up happening, and I ended up going there. I wasn't necessarily wrong in my thoughts, but just long-term in real life, not so much long-term in real life being the fact they didn't make it past a few safe house visits uh, outside of the show. Of course, they got engaged with short notice, and then she broke up with him, I believe, over the phone before going to meet some of his family. It was one of those, like, all right, before we start doing this international uh, long distance, let's just nip this in the bud. And uh, without playing any sort of theater, like, you know, I feel like some couples, they stretch it out a few months. She was like, no, we're not doing this. And it was over. And then we haven't seen too much of Blake other than he's looking good out there on his social media big fan of the program we love blake and uh wishing him well could he be the next bachelor i don't know i don't know but for sure at the very least bachelor in paradise he's a non-controversial guy's guy seems like enough women have an interest in him and he's a ton of fun sign him up was there any reason why you came mid-season though versus the beginning that's what i was gonna ask too yeah so i i actually was there um for the start. 
All right, folks. Well, there you have it. He was there from the start. This is new information. It's December 26, 2022. And we're finally getting new information about Bachelorette summer 2021. Uh, I thought he did not show up for the beginning. So this is very interesting. Why did they hold on to him? I just wasn't necessarily able to get on as early as I would like. Because of quarantine or because of them? (laughs) Because it was very last minute. As soon as she was announced, it was pretty last minute. So we had to get the paperwork together and all that stuff to make that happen. And so there's also the quarantine process that it didn't allow me to get on as early as I had liked. Um, But I basically was on as soon as I could potentially get on. I'm still having a question here. He said due to the quarantine process, everyone has to quarantine. So did he show up after the other guys? Again, this is like still sort of not early into the pandemic, but it's still like, you know, one of the quarantine seasons here, right? Right? One of the quarantine season? Yeah, they were, were of course, stuck in Arizona. So uh, is New Mexico, wherever. The point is, is that I still wonder, did they withhold him for uh, dramatic reasons or or did he show up late? And if he did show up late, why did he did he show up late? Because he at least that uh, uh, Katie was bachelorette and he had reached out to the producers and it took a little while going up the chain. Why did you think she was going to paradise? Did you guys speak? Well, she hadn't been announced yet. So um, at that point, I was going to paradise, assuming she was, but there was rumors, right? Like she was potentially going to be the bachelorette and there was a couple others in that, in that pool. And, um, I reached out to kind of just see what, like if she would give me any sign as to what she was going to be. And she didn't, she didn't say yes or no to anything. It was just a very fluff answer. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not, I have no idea what's going to go on here. I'm going to go to paradise. And as soon as she was announced is when I made the call to. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And look, huh. one of those things is what you want. You want someone who knows what they want. You want someone who takes a shot at you, and that's what he did. And this is um, sort of a rare move in the Bachelor world where you already know who the Bachelorette is, and you're like, I want another shot. I mean, how many times did this happen? We know it's happened a lot in Bachelor in Paradise, but for Bachelor or Bachelorette, still a pretty rare move. About Katie that you saw on Matsy's and made you think that you guys would be so compatible that you would be willing to risk going to paradise to go pursue her. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily what I saw on, on his season. Um, I liked what she was about in a couple with a couple like instances on that, on that season, but I was at, I was her social media that got me. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Just um, different out there. Her humor, um, I can be vulgar and she can definitely be vulgar. And so I thought we'd, we'd connect on a lot of those fronts. Um, and yeah, I just thought she was really cute. So I just, yeah, she is. That was, that's what I based on. Steph and Jackie, I love them. God bless the She's All Batch podcast, which, by the way, I believe they have a new Patreon. So if you want a a new way to uh, sort of be able to invest in some of your independent creator friends, they have a Patreon. Stephanie and Jackie, you can go check them out on Instagram. She's All Batch. They have a YouTube channel. They got it all, folks. Let's just listen to a clip of this YouTube channel just to give the YouTube some love. On Katie's season, you did an infamous x-rated painting there's been speculation of what this painting was and i i'm pretty sure i know what it is can you confirm what the x-rated painting was on the group date yeah that um yeah it was a i i mean on the on on the episode (laughs) i called it the seeds of life but um yeah it was exactly yeah it was i'll say it yeah was it semen splatter 
Yeah. Splatter? Yes. It wasn't Beautiful. real. Artistic. It was, it no, was it was fake. not real. It was not real. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I didn't know. Imagine. No. Imagine. That would be really like an act of love. You can yeah. Just be act of love, for sure. Definitely. That was a hard one to... to yeah, then you wouldn't just say you bleed for somebody. Okay. To flip around and talk about in front of everybody. Who persuaded you to do that, or did you do that all on your own? Well, it was... Uh, I had already kind of had that image of like, because the last, the last year, <laughs> the last year I did the, you know, the clay uh, sculpture of the penis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So listen, I was like, hey, I'm going to have fun with this. I, I'm very loose, easygoing, chill. And so a lot of people play it safe. Yeah, have fun with this. And so that's why I went that route. So we've got a new promo for Zach Shellcross's season, which premieres January 23rd. That's right. About a month away, we're going to get to watch Jack pursue 30 different women, or they'll pursue him. We'll have to see in Bachelor Instagram account says nothing can compare to a good holiday rom-com. That's right. The Bachelor PR team is working overtime this holiday season to provide us some Zach Shellcross promotional material. In this instance, it's a Hallmark-themed trailer, which I don't know if you guys know this about me. I actually enjoy a good Hallmark movie. You know what you're going to get. Um, it's cheesy, but every once in a while, don't we want some, uh, you know, the old charcuterie board of love? We want to know that it's going to work out. We want to know that we're not going to get blindsided by some twist. Or he's invisible or she's dead, you know, cancer, whatever. We don't want that. We just want it to work out. And that's what Hallmark's all about is working out. We'll have to see if Zach works out this season. By the way, do me a favor. Help me work out my social media. Follow me on Instagram at dneals. I've also been releasing a lot of reels on um uh, Facebook as well. So make sure to follow me on Facebook, Dave Neal on Facebook, Dave Neal's community, patreon.com slash Dave Neal for private behind the scenes bonus content. And of course, every afternoon, the podcast, um, I was going to say She's All Batch. <laughs> I'm not the host of the She's All Batch podcast. Uh, it was a hostile takeover. No, my podcast, Bachelor Rush Hour. You can go check that out uh, every afternoon. Okay, so I've been, I've been kind of whispering here. It's pre-sunrise in North Carolina. It's cold in the room that I'm podcasting and so the rest of the family doesn't hear me uh, because they're like what is he doing over there talking to himself pretty much this is how it works anyway let's um listen or watch the f next preview trailer that we have excuse me as i try to find my words and we have the show poster the bachelor tis the season for mr right reasons they posted that just less than a week ago and now let's watch the hallmark style trailer for zach's season of the bachelor um, that's not it. Okay, hold For on. For Zach, life was perfect until one day... I need to go. It wasn't. <sighs> this winter, he's taking a second bite out of love. One more? Tis the season. Whoa. I'm ready to find my forever person. For Mr. Right Reasons. I kind of want to kiss you right now. <laughs> okay. Zach Shalcross. Would you like to spend the night here with me? And 30 women star in... <laughs> the Bachelor. Season premiere January 23rd on ABC and stream on Hulu. For Zach, like, life. For, for Zach, life was perfect. Then he had 30 women compete for him as he builds a social media empire that allows him to quit his job and just pursue traveling. Life was tough for Zach. And, uh, uh, we're excited for Zach. And look, there'll be comments from people saying, boy, I'm so bored. I can't get into this season. 
I don't remember the last season where someone was like, oh my gosh, I'm super excited. It's almost like as an audience, we've decided we're going to hate watch it until somebody uh, gets their emotions um, run over and then we love it. We're like, oh, Rachel's the worst. Wait, Tino cheated on Rachel. This was amazing. You know, we're just, we're, we're just, we're just going to eat the slop they give us. That's what it comes down to. Well, if you're still watching and you haven't seen any of the other trailers, uh, let's go ahead and play the uh, first trailer that they've dropped. I believe it's this one right here. Um, let's get this love story started. Or, there it is. I'm ready. Are you? Yes, I'm ready. Let's go. All right, Zach is ready, and um, Demi, of course, says he's kind of fine. And uh, you know, there it is, folks. Uh, the first trailer and teaser and things like that that you're going to see. Well, Zach uh, hopefully finds love, and somebody who appear apparently found love is Jordan Kimball, Bachelor Nation's Jordan Kimball and wife Christina expecting baby number one this came out on christmas eve what great news to share with their little prager university family here um yeah, let's read the article. Baby Makes Three. Jordan Kimball and Christina Kimball, born Creedon, are expecting their first child. Us Weekly can exclusively reveal. Oh, I thought that was going to say they were expecting their first child, Us Weekly. You know, you can get naming rights to your child, and this child's going to be called Us Weekly Kimball. We're so excited, the Bachelorette alum told us in a joint interview with his wife, who is 12 weeks pregnant. 12, re- 12 weeks? No, look, I'm not here to tell anyone how to announce their pregnancy. Is that that how it works? Do you wait till the 12 week mark? I don't want to tell people to wait. I always say this. I, I feel like waiting is a good thing to do because you want the baby to be happy and healthy. But at the same time, I think it also puts pressure on people to not share when things don't exactly go as planned. And then that can cause shame and all these different things. All I'm telling people out there is you can slide into my DMs at any turn, at any stage of your pregnancy and tell us about it if you want. We won't, we won't, uh, you know, we won't judge you. All right. Anyway, us broke the news. I just feel like 12 weeks is early early, don't you? I mean, whatever. What do I know? I don't. Uh, Us broke the news in December 2020 that Jordan proposed to Christina on Christmas Eve. The twosome exchanged vows in front of 92 guests at Wyndon in Houston, Texas on January 15th. All right. So I guess this is how it works. They got engaged a year later. They got married a year later. They're having a baby. Um, We'll have to see. Will will I have a baby in 2023? Isn't that a weird thing to start a New Year's resolution? Will I be a dad this year? You know what I mean? I guess these are the questions you have to ask when you're 27 years old. I'm 37? What? Jeez, I better, you know, figure this out. All right, let's just pause life. When you live in California, you just forget how old you're getting. Okay, and now someone's going to be 57. You're not old, Dave. I know, it's all relative, folks. Um, I don't think I've ever anticipated something so much in my life, Jordan continued. And with planning and wanting to start a family after the wedding... So much has happened in the last year and a half with the house, the wedding, now this. 
Jordan, I'm telling you, life comes at you fast. You get married, it starts you on this sort of like avalanche of growing up. You didn't know, like next thing you know, you've got a 501B, a 401K, a, a C3PO. You get the whole thing set up. I started out with like the dollar ones. I didn't want to go all out just in case. What is he talking about? Oh, pregnancy test? But that's a positive. <laughs> so I went back to the store and got the one, the two pack, and that has the line one and then the digital one that says pregnant. And I was like, okay, this is it. All right, I love the logic here i'm the same way she goes i she goes i went to the dollar store to get a pregnancy test because if it was negative i didn't want to waste the money on a good test well if it was negative it could have been because it was a dollar store test but either way the dollar store test showed pregnancy and then the more expensive test showed pregnancy you know what i mean it's like well i went to the uh, i got a dollar store condom because i wanted to get pregnant so i made sure i had the cheapest form of protection there that's like when a goalie doesn't have a mask on they're going to let up a few goals I was out of town, and she was telling me before she knew that she was going to make me a carrot cake when I got home. That's kind of my favorite little treat, Jordan tells us. And when I got home, she goes, oh, let me show you this carrot cake. And I was kind of suspecting. It wasn't like we had really tried a lot or anything, but that was kind of the plan that we want to start a family. But boy, the way, I love, I love, not that they're innuendos, but I love, it's not like we were trying. Well, we just started banging, is basically what he's saying. He was like, it wasn't like we'd been banging a lot, you know, you, you you, know, you pull the goalie, you're one month off birth control. Next thing you know, we got carrot cakes coming in. It's almost been a year now since the wedding. So she goes, well, let me show you this carrot cake. <laughs> That's like dirty talk. Baby, come into the bedroom. I've got carrot cake for you. It's like, listen, I have a sweet tooth. Is it carrot cake or not? I come through the door and there's a pregnancy test next to the cake. That was a very, very cute and exciting way to find out. Um, I'd want to eat the cake before I reveal the contents of the pregnancy test. Now the twosome are gearing up to find out the sex of the baby, planning for a reveal in the new year. I'm content with boy or girl. I can't wait to find out. Jordan, however, admitted he is secretly hoping for a baby carrot cake. We want to continue to have kids, but with this being the first, I would like for the baby to be a boy, you know, older brother, protector. But if the baby's a girl, that's okay too. You just want a happy, healthy baby. I'm ready for it. You know, I'm the, I'm the type, the, the, the more I've thought about it with children, I don't mean to sound like, I don't know, uh, any certain way, but I really don't care. I want a happy, healthy kid. You know what I mean? If it's a if it's a daughter who wants to go to dance class or a son who wants to go to dance class, I'm going to learn how to dance with the kid. I'm going to be like, all right, we're learning plies today. I'm plie Dave. And if they want to play soccer, I'm going to make sure they learn American football because no one plays soccer in my household. I'm kidding. Uh, I What I've learned from my uncle uh, it's that you don't try to force your kids to be who you are. Find out who they want to be, and then help them help give them the tools to, you know, be the best version of that. That you know, my my biggest fear is that I have a kid who's just like a lazy bum. Because I've seen I've seen people that seem to be good parents that just have a kid who just wasn't meant for this earth. You know what I mean? They're just sitting on their butt eating carrot cake all day. You know, uh, they star in Prager University commercials. I'm just kidding. The whole Prager thing. I don't know too much about Jordan Prager, but. Uh, maybe you're a big Prager fan. Either way, you can be a fan of mine, regardless of if you like carrot cake or Prager. All right, folks, I actually had to change your heart. My third YouTube video of the day that I was going to share with you right now is a Q&A uh, that Jen Parisi did about um, second chances and if she's still with friends with Shanae. I'm just going to sum it up for you right now. She said she believes in second chances, but not third and fourth chances. And that's her way of saying she gave Aaron a second chance. If you want to go check out that full video, it's a good one. We discussed Katie Thurston and 
what it means to be sort of lonely during Christmas, uh, you can go check that out. I'm going to leave that on the YouTube version only. So just some more content for you because we're running a little long today. Alrighty then, we did it. We made it to the end. And we will be back tomorrow for more content. Don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, follow, rate it, review it, uh, post it, share it with your friends, bop it, sling it, whatever you can do to help the podcast out. Share it is the best thing with whatever uh, bachelor community you're in or friends that you think might enjoy um, my perspective on life. And I appreciate you guys tuning in with me today. Until tomorrow, I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Thank you.